welcome back to Noah's Window. I hope your day's off to a great start. We're going to go back to Psalm 27 again today and look at this once again. So I hope you had a chance to read that since yesterday. And um, again, we have this we have this uh, conversation really between David and God. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I find I want to two things. So I wanted to jump in in verse 11. Uh, we were earlier in the chapter yesterday, but going on down in, in verse 11, David says, Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. And he kind of goes on from there. So um, he's, he's talking to God. There's God talking to him. But at the end, there's something interesting. Mm. And I wanted to just uh, talk about this because it's so important. Um, it's really kind of... Uh, it's really kind of something that you and I have had a conversation about a lot, and that is self-talk. Because yeah. the very end of the chapter, the very last verse, is David apparently saying this to himself. Because the very last verse in verse 14, David says, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. So the reason that one jumped out at me is I remember one of the things you and I have talked about many times is healthy self-talk. Yeah, which is a challenge for me because... And you know this better than anybody on the planet. Probably even know it better than myself. When I get really, really tired and exhausted, I don't see anything good, uh, and I, I'm capable of of self-talk that's not healthy. And you have to remind me from that from time to time because, like, I'll finish some message and I think that's the worst message mm -hmm. I've ever preached in my life. You know, and really, a lot of times I'm just exhausted or tired or stressed, and you, you you'll say things like, well. The one thing you say to me a lot of times is that's not healthy self-talk. It's not healthy. Yeah. And, and I know uh, Jonathan was talking to me about this one time, and he said, you know, when you say things like that out loud, your brain is listening to you. Yeah, it's true. You can oh, convince yourself. Yeah. You can convince yourself. So uh, generating healthy self-talk is important. That's another reason it's really great to memorize Scripture. Well, you know, when I think about my own self, uh, at that moment where I'm, where I'm really negative and I'm feeling like, well, I kind of failed here, or, you know, I let the Lord down. <laughs> Just, you're, you're familiar with all these expressions mm -hmm. that I use. I feel that at the moment, but it's not truth. Right. Uh, what I feel isn't truth. And so what I see David doing and what you always encourage me to do is to remember that even if I don't feel it at the moment, what's true is true. Right. And I, I don't think that I can... Uh, separate David talking to himself. Would you read that again, what David said? Because David is really coaching himself here. Right. He look, says, look at what he's saying. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Well, yes, wait patiently. Well, the thing that stands out to me is he doesn't feel like being patient. No. You know, he doesn't feel like being courageous. He feels like running away. Mm -hmm. And he, he feels like, you know, fight or flight without any pain. And he's having to coach himself to be patient, he's having to coach himself, you know, you know, tell himself to wait on the Lord. This seems to be a quality that David has. Mm -hmm. um, you might remember a situation earlier in David's life. Uh, this is before he became king, um, and he was on the run from Saul. And there were like, I think there were like six hundred people that kind of gravitated to him, but they were the ragtag kind of outcast of society. They were people in debt, people are in trouble with the law. You know, this is David's well, group. Right, yeah. And so David is is trying to find some way to survive, to run from Saul, but to kind of triangulate with the Philistines. And then I think it was like the Amalekites, I may be wrong about that, but it was one of those people groups that came and took away all their wives and all their stuff. And now his own men want to stone him, you know, kill him. And I remember David was all alone when he wrote that song. 
And the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. Oh, that's good. And, and that's what I see here. Mm -hmm. I see David is encouraging, encouraging himself in the Lord. He's, he's doing some self-talks, not mm -hmm. when he feels right then, mm -hmm. but he's encouraging himself with the Lord. And that's a great thing. You always point out the importance of God's word. Um, when it's not what I feel, it's what I believe, you know, because God says it's true. It so champions over, wins over our feelings. And I know you and I, we've been around for a lot of years and ministered to a lot of people or gotten to know a lot of people. But one of the things that's always amazed me is the people that were in dire circumstances who had such joy yeah. in spite of their circumstances and their joy was in the Lord. And, and so that's, I just love this where he's given himself self-talk that's, that's good self-talk that's gonna encourage his heart in the Lord and point him in the right direction. Yeah. Well, it, it, it had a huge impact on David's life. I think this constant coaching that he did of his own heart with the Word of God probably gave him extraordinary boldness. I mean, mm -hmm. what could cause a teenager to go down into a valley, exactly. man on man, and go up against a nine-foot-tall giant? He had to, I mean, because if you go back to when he killed Goliath, every other voice in his life told him he couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, Saul said, you're just a kid. You know, of course, Saul's afraid to do it. And then his brother said, oh, you just came out here to see the see the war, which there wasn't much war going on right then. I mean, everybody told David he couldn't do it, but but David walked down in that valley, and I think he just he coached himself. Well, remember, he, in, in that situation, he had, he had said to Saul and to those, you know, God helped me find a lion and a bear, yeah. you know, one over them. But let's go back to yesterday for just a moment, because where, where did where did this coaching, self, the self-coaching, the self-talk start with David? I think a lot of it goes back to solitude with God, mm -hmm. because yesterday we were talking about our heart hears God say, come and seek us, and our heart says we'll, we will seek God. Maybe it was just David's life circumstance of being a shepherd, but I think that solitude, he spent so much time with God he spent so much time in solitude that when he was called to center stage, he had all this coaching, you know, Absolutely. that he had gotten from God that helped him fight these big battles. Well, the greatest champions I think I see in the in the scripture have a really healthy prayer life, and that doesn't mean it's you know um, it's uh, impressive as far as the words go, but just that commitment and that time. What What are some of the things that you think uh, can lead us to have unhealthy self talk? Well, first of all, we listen to Satan because he's constantly going to feed us things. Right. He, but I think when we're fatigued yeah. and um, we become self-critical uh, when we have a disappointment or um, we feel inadequate to the task or we're just, I mean, there's so many things. And Satan will always whisper things to us, I think, when we're weak. Well, you and I have a de something that we determined years ago. Actually, you were the one who, who said this. It's probably 30 years ago when you said, we don't make any big decisions on Sunday afternoon. Not Sunday afternoon. No. <laughs> no not a good idea. Because I'm tired and it's like everything looks bleak to me at that moment. You Absolutely. Know. And that hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're consistent. Well, you're consistent. Well, I, I do know. I mean, there, uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it may have been General Mark Clark, but one of the famous generals said, fatigue makes cowards of us all. Mm -hmm. And I, it maybe coward's too strong a term, but it it does just take away that push to do great things for God when we just get really tired. I think fatigue, discouragement, criticism. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody else mm -hmm. criticizes. I mean, especially when we're trying to do the right thing. Right. When someone criticizes us, it can just take the heart out of us. Well, and David had just mentioned in this song that he'd been slandered. By oh, that's right. Yeah. 
So, you know, he was hearing what people were saying about him, but he had to coach himself to, mm-hmm. you know, have blinders on to that and uh, focus on what God was saying. Well, I hope that helps somebody today because I think helps all, of us need, all of us need healthy self-talk, yeah. godly self-talk. <laughs> and uh, a great way to bring that into your life, I think the healthiest self-talk is Scripture. It is. And that's one of the reasons I think it's so important to commit some scripture to memory. I mean, here's a great verse right here. If you haven't memorized any scripture, here's a great one. Psalm 27, 18. Memorize it and make that be your self-talk, just like what it was for David, because this verse can apply to everyone, every Christ yeah. And if you don't have anybody to encourage you, encourage yourself in the Lord. That's right. That's right. So I hope that helps somebody today. But as we close today, Mark, would you lead us in prayer? Yeah. Lord, we do need healthy self-talk. And so oftentimes our feelings are not right. And when we talk to ourselves and our feelings are wrong, we can actually discourage ourselves. Oh, Lord, you don't want that to happen. Satan does, of course, but you want to encourage us in your word and your truth. And so, Lord, I pray that you will help us to receive encouragement from others. But when we're challenged with all the voices of confusion and anger and criticism even, we pray that you'll help us to hear your voice and actually speak your words to our own hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us here on Noah's Window today. And one more day this week, we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. So in the meantime, take care and God bless.